the light of a familiar train shines across Duskfall, though the dark jewel of Akaros resists illumination. Where there is sun in the sky, the sheer density of this metropolis would still enshroud its streets in shadow. The locomotive purports to be the pride of Duskwall. Though what could make such a grim hive of corruption proud? The air of the city is charged with electricity, used to keep the dead out, matched by the ionizing tension among the living held within. Leviathan hunters shall soon load this prideful hunk of metal with lightning oil, hard won from the hungry void sea. Until then, our line bowls have an evening to spend in the dusk. Back at it, hearing ghosts on a train, playing ghost lines. Our line bulls have now entered, are now entering the uh, city of Duskwall, uh, a large Orion era, bustling metropolis, straining under the confines of the lightning barrier to keep the ghosts out. And uh, we all learned back in the last trip how dangerous ghosts can be. And that's just one of them. Last time around, we were not remote when we were recording. This time around, uh, we're in a global pandemic. Not to date us social or anything, but social distancing, fam, very important. Social distancing, fam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hannah and I are roommates, so we're on the same mic. Yeah. So our audio won't need to be synced up. Yeah. <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> um, but it's cool. The people of the Imperium of the Shattered Isles uh, have a they can they can sort of empathize with what we're dealing with right now because they too live in quarantined cities <laughs> that rely on a rely on a single thing for communication. In this case, it's the railways. You guys are the Zoom operators of this world. <laughs> oh, I don't want to be the Zoom operator. <laughs> I feel so bad for all the Zoom operators. If any Zoom operators are listening to this podcast. Shout out to Jolene. If any Zoom operators are listening to this podcast, you're braver than any U.S. Marine. Shout out to Jolene. (laughs) Oh, gosh. As the train arrives, comes to a full stop. um, And at that, you guys are able to... um, Get out of your encounter suits into your walkabout clothes. Who would like to describe what their character looks like again and perhaps what they wear when they're not covered in uh, a clunky metal boots <laughs> and gas masks? So Andril is, again, a young girl, uh, like 13, 14-ish. She's like, I don't know, she's 13 and a half, maybe. <laughs> Ooh, that's really important to her. That's really important to her. She has amber skin, dark hair, uh, brown eyes. She's tall for her age, but she is 13 and a half, so that means she's still pretty tiny. Short hair. And what does she wear when she's not in a giant clunky ghost shoot? I think she probably dresses pretty plainly. She is uh on the ghost lines because she's paying off a debt so she doesn't have like a huge amount of money that she would spend on like nice clothes so like i don't know whatever the basic dress of this world is i feel like my default for fantasy worlds is like well no this isn't fantasy this is steampunk and i have no idea what the default for steampunk well 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 you're sort of right sort of wrong um this is uh it's a Whale punk or diesel punk, a little bit more if you want to get there, or electro punk. <laughs> also, you're the, saying so many words I don't understand. It's it's instead of steam, it's like the electric whale oil. Sure. But also, uh, a key point about the Shattered Isles is they it was a fantasy world. Hmm. This was a rich fantasy world where uh, magic existed and that sort of thing. But then, uh, you know, a thousand years ago, the gates of death and the sun were destroyed. And uh, magic slowly left. So it has the remnants of being a fantasy world. Mm-hmm. I think like dark pants, uh, tan shirt, maybe like a little leather like vest that isn't quite armor, but 
fills that that aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> Stefan, I see you lean lean real close. Are you are you looking? Are, yeah, I'm looking. Camera. I'm I'm looking at some uh, blades in the dark art. Just you know, <laughs> seeing what describe see what it looks to me. Like. Yeah, I, I'd like to. I'd like to also make a note. Yeah, so this is the same sort of world as Blades in the Dark, but of course that varies from table to table. And also, uh, technically, uh, Blades in the Dark takes place in like the eighth century. This is like the ninth century of that world. So who knows? Anytime we get something wrong that's like explicitly stated in Blades in the Dark, it's been it's been a while. It's different now. It's been a hundred years. Get off my dick. <laughs> no joke. I feel okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you, you all and the listener too. I'm so fucking nervous. I was like, we're gonna let's go to Duskwall for the first city, just so we can get that out of the way. But also I'm like, holy shit, people have been living in Duskwall for the entire time, Blaze in the Dark is like people love Duskwall. Like, I can't fuck this up, but at the same time, I'm like I'm like, I just as long as I as long as I don't spend too much time in here. <laughs> I can't fuck anything up, so I'm sorry. If there's a part of Duskwall you love, and I mess it up, it's cool. It's not your Duskwall. It's It's been a hundred years. Get off his dick. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Hannah. (laughs) But if you do actually particularly enjoy it and enjoy greg's interpretation i do recommend to like get on that dick and just stroke get his on ego his a little bit because yeah. <laughs> he does appreciate it it's for the best, way, the best way to do that is to, much is is to leave a review subscribe um follow us on twitter oh yeah <laughs> that's the best way but, but please leave us a review <laughs> please make greg feel good mm-hmm mm-hmm Okay. You know what? Hey, guy, how about for that you tell me what Pippin looks like and what he's wearing? Cool. Uh for that, uh Pippin is wearing like clothes that used to be nice. They look a lot higher class than everything every sort of like indication that he'd given, just like they they used to be nice, like maybe it's like a nice suit and slacks that have just been like washed like a little bit too much and are starting to fade. Pippin is pale, average height, and a little bit lanky, but that kind of belies just how well he can take a hit. He's starting to get that like uh, a alco- alcoholic nose, which is a thing. <laughs> Please describe for those who don't know an alcoholic nose. Uh. So by those who don't know, I mean me. Same. You've probably seen it without realizing it, but it's it starts to just like basically like the I think the blood vessels actually start to like condense, so it gets all kind of like pockmarked and just larger. So that's uh, that's our boy Pippin, and now Drix. All right, uh, Drix is uh fairly or er, fairly tall. He's got like big broad shoulders. Darker skinned, curly black hair. Um, he is, yeah. He naturally just has like a bit of, or a bit of his hair poking out from under a cowboy hat because he never goes anywhere without one. <laughs> uh, I think I, I I think it's like brimmed in a weird way so that it like curls upwards at, or like the sides curl upwards just a bit away from everything That's else. A cowboy hat thing. Is it? Yeah. Uh, I think we're well... more flat. Uh, so 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 in reality they were flat um but because of bad lighting in like <laughs> hollywood i'm not even kidding they had yeah. to they curved the brim up so that's not what actual cowboy hats looked like all but right. that's what they look like in all the westerns i'm learning that's a lot fair. today i watched a lot of westerns as a young man as a boy <laughs> westerns are good they're fun uh, as you guys are um, getting out your jobs oh, I, on the train oh uh, what's it called oh. yeah he's got a vest baby the, the boy is in a vest <laughs> <laughs> he's got like best a squad, he's got like a white squad, best squad. he's got like a white sleeve shirt on and then like a like open black vest that's like pretty light and just it, it's it's hanging in the wind it's it's nice he's happy yeah. so yeah as as you guys are heading out your jobs are done on the train for now uh trevor comes out of the locomotive uh a wayfish uh, man who's either 15 or 28 um he's, he's the engineer on the tra- I think I think one time I was like he's the conductor with a question mark, but no, he's the engineer. Um, he mines the train, even though it's mostly autonomous. Um, he immediately he, he doubles as almost a like a 
a busboy or so. He starts to get like the passengers' belongings and things, but he sees uh you guys, uh specifically Andrew. Hey guys, uh before you uh head out, uh Mr. Walker said he was gonna need to see you, Andrew. Oh, uh, am I in trouble? No, no, it's good. I, I think, uh, I think, uh, Dunville's gonna get pass out his badge. It's like a little thing. Just oh, little thing. that sounds fun. Yeah, okay. you too. Are you, are you, hey, Pippin, Pippin, uh, Drix, you, you guys going? Uh, um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't miss it for the world. I mean, you know, I, I gotta be there any. to support my teammate. Don't see right? any reason why Nikhil? not to. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, all right. Okay. All right. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, you know, go go see Candace for your uh, your pay and such. You know, you know, you know how it goes. Uh, and as, as he's talking like, to you, going like <laughs> as at the mention of pay, like pew. <laughs> go okay. So uh, yeah, well, uh, so anyway, he starts. Trevor starts to try to like have a conversation with you guys, okay. and then there's immediately somebody like, oh, "Excuse me, my bags," uh, and he goes back to. <laughs> Bye, Trevor. Have fun with that. So you guys all arrive at Candace's uh, Pippin first. Uh, she's um in the office car getting uh, the book settled, and she uh, looks up and for she like clutches her heart for a second because <laughs> Pippin's there so fast. God, God, you move so fast. Oh, you you're truly a, a devil or something. Oh, I suppose you're here for your booze money. Pippin nods sagely. Uh, the rest of you guys show up. All right, now listen, listen, uh, Andrew, this is your first uh, real job. Now, uh, we know you still have an outstanding debt to us, but um, regardless, here's your actual pay. Oh, cool, I can use this to buy uh, food. Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, you, you won't have to worry about that one. Uh, this, is, this is your actual pay. Uh, that's your, your stash. Um, to each of you, she hands out an assortment of chits. Leaden slugs with like an imperial crest on them. More for Pippin, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> because of his hazard pay. Um, now these uh, these chits over here, you can you we, we, the Imperial Railways will provide you with uh, approved uh, food and other sundries uh, while you're here. Just got to go to our approved pubs. We have a physical as well on staff. Uh, doll, these chits you can also use. To perhaps uh, get some extra downtime or that sort of thing, a smart young lady like yourself, I suggest you take that, you take that money and keep it in a stash for when this is all over. I mean, you're giving me free room and board, so I'm I'm pretty much good. But I will take the money. <laughs> Man, I <laughs> let me tell you, it feels sort of bad. It feels sort of bad having a kid do this job, but it's so nice to have somebody who's excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> That Colbert just kind of like pokes his pokes his head around and is like, "What?" <laughs> no, Drix, Drix, you're fine, you're fine, but but, but like, she's still blissing out about the fact that we feed her. It's amazing. <laughs> the food here is great. I get like 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 vegetables, which taste kind of bad, but I've been told they're good for me. So that's right. We need you to grow up big and strong to fight the ghosts. So get out of here, you rascals! All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you guys are directed towards uh, Mr. Walker's meager office. Now, Mr. Walker. Whom uh, we met in Pippin's little backstory is uh, the man on the other side of the telegram, uh, the telegraph machine um, that uh, travels uh, along the metal of the rails. Um, it's just simple messages for Candace to update and uh, get authorization for your pay. You hardly ever see Mr. Walker in person because um, he, he's mainly based out of Duskwall. Uh, if he goes elsewhere, um, it's usually not a good sign. It usually means something's up. But uh, you show up to his office, uh, and he's there. He is a older man um, with a bald head, a pointy goatee, and a Salvador Dali-style pointy mustache. Terrifying. <laughs> as we've established. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Andrew. And, uh, well, it looks like... Andrick and uh, Pippin of joints. This is surprising. Is it? Uh, I wouldn't reckon that it would be uh, any any different than normal, you know? 
I'm pretty surprised that I'm here too. I'll be real. I am mildly surprised that I am mildly surprised that Pippin is here, but Drix is Drix likes to hang out with me. <laughs> of course, here, of course. And one hundred percent not in the slightest bit distracted. I am fully <laughs> present in the moment here, right now. Right here. I feel like the fact that he's specifying that means he isn't. <laughs> I'm starting yeah, to I, I'm starting to pick up on these things. Yeah, but I think it might be uh or we might just not wanna really mention it out loud. We might just wanna let that one slide. Okay. Regardless. Andrew Anderson. I have already discharged Dunville. He Aww. is officially reti- retired. Yay. He has returned to me and he holds in his hands his badge. Though your work may seem unglamorous, His Majesty, the Immortal Emperor, still considers it to be a sacred duty. The name on this badge comes from the Registry of the Purified, and when you wear it, you inherit the will of those that come before you. Every line bull feels this is a weight, from those that see it as a burdensome legacy, like McKeel, to steady servants who carry it, like Colburn. And now so do you, Dunville. When you pass this badge, may it be to one who will proudly carry your spirit within themselves, so you will never truly suffer the torment of death. It seems a little morbid since we're all fighting ghosts. Yes, it is a horrid reality. Yes, this used to be a larger ceremony. However, unfortunately, many do not have the uh, opportunity to return their badge. And with this frequency, it has become a bit of a more private ceremony, one uh, a contemplative journey within the heart of the line bull and uh, his connection to those that came before him. And of course, the immortal emperor, all glory to his majesty. All right, cool. Well, um... I'm probably, I don't, I'm going to continue contemplating my free room and board and the fact that I get to kill ghosts. Um, that, for that, I'll, I'm not, uh, so I'll take the badge now? Is that, is that what we do? Mr. Walker hands you the badge. Cool, thank you. Pippin I put looks it on. oddly, Pippin looks oddly cop, uh, contemplative. The sort of sitting there just like really like deep in thought. Andrew absolutely does not understand the weight of death. Cool. Are we good? Yeah, go go along. All right. Thanks, Mr. Walker. Have a good day. If I may, as yeah, as Dunville, Dun, Dunville probably leaves first, but uh, yeah, I think Mr. Walker will definitely turn to you too. Slick ceremony, Mr. Walker. Yes. Yes. You ever think that maybe the mortal emperor? Might be a ghost. That's why he's Drix's jaw drops and he just like slowly turns his head to you and mouths Andrew sticks her head back into the room because I need to be a part of this. Holy crap! You're busting the whole thing wide open! Mr. Walker Mr. Walker gives a wry, a wry chuckle um, to himself. Well, Mikhail. In a way, in a way, we're all ghosts already. No, we're not. We have physical. I killed a ghost (laughs) yesterday. We're. It's very different. Yeah, honestly, I gotta, I gotta tell you, I, I do not feel like a ghost. Granted, I guess I don't know what a ghost would feel like, so maybe I am a ghost. You're not a ghost. (laughs) May you, may you never feel. May you never feel that way. Are Listen, you okay, Mr. Walker? I am the liaison between the Pride of Duskwall from the Imperial Railways to, well, not directly, but the powers that confer the Imperial Railways with its resources from the Immortal Emperor himself. I, I am somewhat burdened by the knowledge that I send you all out to danger. Oh. But oh, I don't think you need to worry too much about me and this lot, especially yeah. me. 
It's cool. Again, I'm having a great time. Of course. Yeah, I, a, I gotta tell you, a I'm wry smile. my life on the rails. McKeel, McKeel, I would, uh, while your speculation upon the immortal emperor is amusing, much as the way, I'm sure, of a ant's speculation as to why a man might step upon his home, I would warn you, do not, like the ants, impede in the progress of his majesty. Such speculation is best left to yourself, lest you suffer a dreadful fate. I think the immortal Tiffin gives him is, finger guns. I think the immortal emperor is definitely a ghost. Yeah, Drix, uh, Drix is a full-on truther now. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> He wouldn't. I, she's like whispering to Drix and McKeel, even though we're all in the same room. Like, he wouldn't get so uppity about it if we weren't close to something. Yeah, I think we might no, have to no, actually investigate no, this a little bit while we're in town, you know? No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. That's a pretty normal reaction to the things that I say, so. Don't, don't really give it too much mine. I think you're giving up too quickly, man. Uh, Mr. Walker does indeed rush you guys out of his office. <laughs> what, yeah, where's your investigative spirit? You've got to, we've got to dig, for, we've got to dig for the truth. Everybody knows it can't just be what they're telling us, right? It's, it's cool. This is, this is why we're a team. You're the idea, man. And me and Trix will be the ones on the ground making sure that your ideas don't get buried. Drix, Drix holds its hand out for a little five to you. Do, you. do you know how horrifying it is for me to be the idea, man? Like, I'm me, and I realize how terrible that sounds. <laughs> Get it together. Look, between the three of us, we've got, a, we, we've got a solid team here, and I think we're going to be just fine when it comes to the good old thinking and learning stuff. As you guys are having this conversation, uh, you maybe not, you're not like interrupted because it's not directed towards you, but you do hear the sound of a town crier being like, ye, 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 local magistrate accused of embezzlement. Sources say daughter of 12 years may be married off in recompense. Gross. That's- On to the weather. <laughs> <laughs> I never know why the town criers are shouting about the weather. It's almost like the... Like, they're already out in it. Who like... We are all outside. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they, there's got to be something we're not seeing if, they, if they're trying to tell us, though, right? About the weather? Yeah, I mean... Right maybe... now, it is dark <laughs> out! Later, it shall be dark! Sources say tonight it shall be slightly brighter before returning to darkness. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even the weather. That's the... Obvious. <laughs> I, I mean, they can't the, say sunny the is the thing. Out. Is it going to be cold later? Temperatures may reach dangerous levels. Be careful you do not die of a severe chill. Okay, thanks. Well, okay, now that that's a little more informative, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Scandal! Local magistrate accused of a... He's going down the way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Man. This city is a whole lot. They're gonna marry off a 12-year-old girl? That seems... Is that... Greg, world note, is that normal? I mean... Unfortunately? I think I'd say, unfortunately, I'm trying to go for, like, a Victorian, Dickensian tragedy. Gotcha. You know, like, um... Like, uh... Like a, like a Sweeney Todd. Uh, so... Um, with this downtime... Um, of the three things one can do. One can stop by the pub, one can visit the physiker, or one can work a side job. So I was thinking we'd do the pub and physiker tricks uh, trips first. I know um, Pippin was going to the pub, of course, and Drix yes. was thinking of going to the physiker. Who wants to do their little thing first? I don't know if you want to do a... I think it, it probably won't be a whole scene, but we'll... Let's, let's have Drix do his thing first, because... Okay. So yeah, Drix, um, you go to the Imperial Physiker. 
Uh, it's not far from the rail station. Uh, have you ever visited the Physiker before? Uh, I think uh, I think Drix hasn't been to the Physiker in Duskwall before. I think he's like I think he's used to much smaller or much smaller places. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's a creepy-looking shack. There's a bloody like table, um, ostensibly for surgery. A lot of herbs and things hanging about, distill distillators or whatever, and like a lot of potions and things brewing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And is it or slaughterhouse? Ah, one wonders. <laughs> one wonders the difference. <laughs> uh, mm. You really have got to learn not to sneak up on people like that. It is not kind. Many apologies. In sooth, this doth be a involuntary uh, talent. <laughs> and um, there is a very bloody, bloodily coated person. Uh, they've got like a full plague doctor mask with the bird beak and things, and like they've got gloves. Like you don't see any bare skin or any hair to indicate anything. Uh, the coat being very bloody, um, at least gives you the intention that this is a good surgeon, as that is the belief. The bloodier your coat, that means the more surgeries you've done, so you must be pretty good. Well, I mean, uh, your credentials seem to be in order from what I can tell, so... Hi, uh, Adric, er, Adric, you can call me Drix, though. Uh, as you reach out your hand, uh, uh, the visitor holds out their hand. Please, I pray to thee, uh, do not, uh, do not unnecessarily touch me. I must see many, many patients. You are a lion bull, yes? Social distancing king. <laughs> or, or queen or monarch. You, you, no, you, no. you doth be a lion bull, correct? Yep, you could say that I ride the rails. Yes, you are Colburn. Let, yep. allow me to see the injury. Uh... Sure, sure, and, uh, now, uh, I know, I know, you probably can't tell with my, you probably can't tell from my visage on its own, but I got knocked upside the head pretty bad, uh, he lifts up his hat and parts some of his hair on the side, and you can see, like, a pretty bad bump. Verily, I shall do something for the swelling, and on top of that, ensure that your mental faculties shall remain intact. And the, uh, the physiker gets to work. Um, you, you can't quite see the tools they're using. For the briefest moment, um, your bump hurts like it did when you first got it, and then that pain sort of disappears Ooh. and leaves you. Man, that smarts. Oh, God. Oh. Yes, what? this was quite the, uh, token. It shall not scar, however. Awesome. Thank you, Doc. I mean, if it had, you know, it wouldn't matter too much. It was under my hat, but... It's gonna be great that it doesn't. Thank you so much. Uh, you know what? I was initially a little apprehensive walking in here, but you've really put me at ease. I am most gracious to hear such praise. I'm uncomfortable sitting next to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable sitting through the computer. <laughs> yeah, so as you leave, um, you do notice he didn't say it would scar, but there is like... um sort of inspecting your bump in, like, a nearby, like, like a puddle, you you do spy, like, a, a weird mark, not unlike, like, a cross or something, like a berry, over where it is. Okay. Over where the, the bump was, rather. It's gone. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, Meanwhile, at the huh, pub... I guess he's got oh. a monogram. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at the pub... At so, the pub... So, uh, the pub that your chits are good for uh, is Kellen's, one of the oldest pubs in Duskwall. Um, you show up, and there's a whole bunch of signs and music um, talking about, ah, traditional, Scovla- uh, traditional Scovlander ale and food. There's, like, some, there's like somebody going, like, ham on a fiddle. Um, everybody is, everybody is dressed up a little bit like, like uh, Scovlanders. Uh, people from Scovlin. Um... Yeah, when you show up, uh, the bartender. Well, good evening to you, sir. An imperial chit. That is, uh, I am quite honored. Pippin looks still sort of like deep in thought, uh, kind of perturbed. 
He's cracking but... a case wide open. I understand. What's your the very... choice? I can get for the cheapest. Well, uh, I have. You are both in luck and perhaps uh, disappointed, uh, sir. With your imperial chits, you uh, you are allowed uh, as much uh, as much as you can stomach for the most part. However, you uh, must stay only at our lower tier whiskeys. Although you are free to sample as many ales as you wish. Let's go with the whiskey then. Certainly, certainly. You know, the emperor himself uh, would enjoy this whiskey, I am sure. And in a way, I, you drinking it with I an imperial in, uh, chit? Could I get that in a highball? Uh, certainly, sir. Certainly. Sir. You know what we call those in Scotland? Can't say I do. Eyeballs! We're just like you, silly! <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Hmm. Come on, let me see that frown turn upside down. What is, uh, what is bothering you, friend? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I may have perhaps come upon... A dark secret of the world. <laughs> a uh, dark truth beyond my understanding. It gets very uh, conspiratorially. Um, perhaps if somebody were an onlooker and not Pippin, they would they would think he was humoring. He's definitely humoring Pippin, and he's yeah. Yes, what is it, friend? Speak. Don't worry. A bartender will not spread these, these secrets out. I think. I think my friend is a ghost. Well, that is very serious. Uh, if your friend is a ghost, you should <laughs> contact the spirit wardens. Uh, otherwise, you know... He's uh, a thing, though. He is a spirit warden. Ah! <laughs> well, that is a very... Do you mean like, is he like a spirit hunter? You know, they're allowed to use their hulls if they're a ghost. It is a very sacred duty, I am told. Something like that, yes. But I was thinking... If you're a ghost, and you fight a ghost, is that fratricide, or like cannibalism? Is he eating the ghost? I will let the, the inner machinations of this. Pip's I'm mind. Sorry. The inner machinations of Pip's mind are an enigma. Yeah, the bartender is genuinely thinking about this. <laughs> I do not know, friends, but I will tell you what. Uh, I will get you some more whiskey, and perhaps by the end of the night we will have a notion of uh, whether it is fratricide or cannibalism. Neither this bartender nor Pippin know what cannibalism is. <laughs> They're not eating Indeed. each other! Well, I mean, ghosts yes. do eat life energy, so maybe a ghost would eat a ghost. <laughs> How would you eat? A, do ghosts have. Never mind. <laughs> No, I don't want to the do this. The inner machinations of Pip's mind are an enigma. I don't want to do this so, right now. So, 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 yeah, Pippin, you do, you do get some trauma back. Uh, so, you you do heal some trauma as the uh, the supernatural frights that you encountered give way to uh, plenty of whiskey and some intense conversation with this nice uh, scov. Who, I am, I'm going to make him work for that. Mostly because he's going to have to deal with my nonsense. He seems up to the challenge. All right. So, Drix, um, you wanted to work a side job. I did want to work a side job. I believe um, Andrew and I were both going to try and work at the docks, if I remember. Yes. Yes. And Pip was going to also try and do a side job. You were going to do a couple. Later. Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. So, first, um, yeah, the... the uh, Imperial Railways is able to get you in contact, um, Drix, with a certain noblewoman, Lady Annie Tompkins. Um, she is Eruvian, um, like Andrel, so she's uh, got amber skin, she's got amber skin, and her hair is in this, like, very nice-looking hat. Um, yes, yes, can, you, can you, you, you'll do fine. Reading out of 10 for this hat. Reading out of 10 for the hat? Uh, 8. <laughs> um, Ooh, dang. That's pretty good. That's, that's yeah. a good hat. What's the rating out of 10 for Drix's hat? A six. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Drix needs a better hat. Oh, hey, no, six, six is higher than five. It's You're still positive. Calm down. That's fair. That's fair. But Drix does need a better hat. I do have some ideas on how I'm going to spend a favor. <laughs> better hat. <laughs> Request custom gear. Better hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gas mask. It, it's a hat with a gas mask in it. <laughs> Amazing. Excellent. <laughs> but yes, yes, so um, 
Yes, you are, uh, you are Colburn, the Linebull. Yes, ma'am, you are Adric, Drix Colburn. You can call me Drix. I shall do just that. You seem to be very strong. Um, I have, uh, I, I uh, handle a fair number of the Leviathan Hunter fleets um, on Akros, um for His Majesty the Emperor. I could oh, use I... some spare hands to help unload some of the lightning oil they've just picked up. I believe some of it may be loaded onto your pride of Duskwall. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, um, so I know, uh, I don't know how you guys pronounce it here, but uh, down in Severus, we, uh, we actually pronounce it Duskval. So I call it the Pride of Duskval, but, you know, everyone else seems to call it. <laughs> I, I am a Ruvian. We have our own word for it. But I, I believe Akorosi feel more comfortable when I say Duskwall. Although uh, I shall, um, I, I shall feel, hey, I shall feel freer in front of you. However, yeah, you can speak however you like in front of me. Yes, well, uh, it's very, the job is very simple. Uh, you'll be working with that team over there. Uh, we've got a great series of pulleys. Your strong arms will be very helpful. Yeah, oh, well, okay then. I'll just mosey on over back to the Pride and we can get going. Um, well, so you're, 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 so you're helping unload the lightning coil yeah, uh, from yes. the, um, yeah, yeah, from uh, a Leviathan Hunter's ship. Yeah, uh, let's mosey on down to the docks. Um, so it, it goes mostly, it's, it's pretty normal, a lot of, like, uh, a lot of pulling ropes and, like, shouting, like, you know, clear, I don't know, naval terms for unloading dock, like, dock stuff. Uh, a lot of shouting. Um, one fellow is not paying attention, Drix. Um, uh, you notice that somebody, somebody has sprained something, perhaps, or they've overworked themselves, and they start to slip on a pulley that is not yours. Uh, but is nearby. Um, an unknowing uh, dock worker uh, is underneath the cargo that is being pulled up. Uh, what do you do in this moment? Does Drix have a rope on him? Sure. Uh, <laughs> Drix is going to, or Drix is going to make a lasso real quick, and yeah. he's going to loop around that guy and try and yank him out from under the under where the stuff is going to fall. I assume you're employing finesse then. Please roll it. Uh, yes, wild. he is definitely... Oh, one moment. I'm going to grab my dice. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, 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 ah, my bad, my bad. One sec, one sec. <laughs> Let me hear that dice roll. If you have a box or something to roll into, recommend. Yeah, that is a six... Plus two for finesse. It's going to be an eight. All right. Uh, on a seven to nine, pick one. Do you do it quickly? You avoid trouble, compromise, or cost, or you do it impressively, stylishly, or to greater effect? Um, I think he's gonna, or I think he, he's gonna want to avoid compromise or cost. Drix All is right. more focused on saving this guy than showing off. How can a lasso not be stylish? <laughs> That I is mean, so true. Well, you just you just quickly watch. You quickly pull the guy out of the way, and he falls over. But like the 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 um, some some whale oil is lost from that cargo dropping, um, and uh, it like crackles with a little electricity as it spreads, uh, spreads out. Some of it dripping back into the uh, cruel black void sea that laps it up hungrily. But you save this guy's life. Are you um, uh, are, are you okay? Um, you you almost you almost ate it there. Are you? <sighs> yeah yeah I'm okay I'm okay. Thank you very much. No thanks to you very much though. And he turns to look at the guy who uh, dropped the pulley. He's like, you and me, we're done professionally. You get out of here. And he starts uh, going on a tirade. So uh, next, the first of the jobs for Pippin. Uh, Pippin, you want uh, to work can... at the crematorium? Yes. So the crematorium is uh, where, uh, well, the spirit wardens usually have more important things to do, but ostensibly the spirit wardens run uh, the crematorium where uh, bodies are melted down in, with uh, lightning oil, electroplasm, to keep their ghosts from rising. You've been hired by a Scovlander uh, collector named Bruno Corny. Hello, yes, yes, hello. Uh, you are Pippin McGill, yes, from the, from the line bowl? That's me. That's my name. Excellent, yes. excellent. Listen, listen. Um, you are aware of how the crematorium works, yes? Yeah. Very good, very good. Now listen, I the spirit... I take the bits and I toss them in. You take the bits and you toss them in, yes. 
Now, the spirit wardens uh, live an almost uh, a very simple lifestyle. Very zealous, are they? Uh, they do not quite understand uh, the values of physical uh, physical objects, material wealth. I am an avid collector of sorts, uh, and through me, uh, the spirit wardens often hire individuals. I would like you uh, to very carefully uh, remove anything interesting or valuable uh, from a corpse before you uh, cremate it. Say no more, all the shiny bits is yours. Very good, very good. Thank you very much. There's not exactly a conveyor belt or anything, that's why they need people. You just remove, you, you, you're removing rings, fancy crests, brooches, just any, like, you're given free reign, anything that looks interesting, take it out. And then you dump the body in the oil. Yeah. Um, I imagine, like, it's probably, like, not super strenuous, it's just, like, how much of, like, being in that environment can you oh, handle? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very, it's horribly smelling, it's... You know, it's it's ghastly to have to look at these dead people. It it's, would be if yes. Pip gave more than a, a half of an ass. Speaking of Pip, uh, giving or not giving a certain half of an ass, um, Pip, while you're uh, at one point in time, um, you're removing, uh, you're moving carefully, like stopwatches and other things. Uh, you toss one body in, and you can move on to the next one. Uh, but there is an arc. Of electricity somewhat um, as the body that you just tossed in is melting um, uh, it, there seems to be something metal that was hidden sewn into sewn into their jacket that you didn't catch and it's reacting to the lightning oil um, you know you the, the yeah, lightning starts to crackle and there's some smoke forming uh, from here part of the crematorium might burn if you don't do something <laughs> so Pip is as Pip does, and I think he's probably just gonna try and grab it, like just take it out real quick and just drop it on the floor as fast as he possibly can. Cool. What would you say you're employing there? I would like to use steel, please. Ooh, so you're just gonna weather the um, physical injury of like reaching in there. Okay. All right. Yep. Roll me steel, please. I got boxcars, so that is a 14. Yay. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're you're like you're <laughs> you're like good thing I'm drunk and you just <laughs> you just pull yeah, just it right like, out. <laughs> he's just he it's if anyone was watching they would probably be horrified. But, but yeah, you get it out, you get you get it out just fine. Um and we'll cut back to you later as uh, the next body looking up, you take spe- you you take special note of a, of a scar under its left cheek. Meanwhile, Andrew. Hey. All right, so some time has passed since the cargo was unloaded uh, from uh, Lady Annie Tompkins' uh, Leviathan Hunter fleet, and she does speak to you, um, almost not believing it at first. Dunville? Yeah. I'm terribly sorry. I believed I was hiring an Akarosi man for this job. Oh, he retired. I... Have his badge now. Here. Oh, did he retire? No, he like actually retired. He's gonna go spend oh, time with his family. That is wondrous. That is. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear. Yeah, he almost died, but we saved him. Well, I'm I'm very glad. Are you sure you're up to the task, Andrew? Uh, listen, we. This is very simple. Uh, it won't require uh, physical strength, but perhaps some knowledge. What? How are you on not work? Lashes of the thing. What was that? Not work. Uh, K N O T. Oh yeah, I can. I think I can handle that. All right. Well, uh, my Leviathan hunters are going back out to the Void Sea, and we'll need to lash down any of the supplies or containers they'll use to ensure that they don't rock off the boat. It's a task I hope you can accomplish. Um, if not, we have people who can show you the basic knots. Speed is important. However, I must stress. That if one of these knots fail, uh, we might lose a container, or at worst, a man might be killed. Oh, that'd be pretty bad. You are a line bull, ostensibly, so I'm sure you understand how your actions could be the difference between life and death. Yep. Very well. Um, On an abstract level, I understand. <laughs> you seem a very... You seem a very precocious young lady. 
Thanks? I don't know what precocious means, so that could be an insult, but I'm choosing not to take it as one. She shakes her head, uh, smiling softly, and that uh, leaves you to your business. Cool. And yeah, it's a lot of knot work and things like that. Um, you're lashing things down. Uh, at one point in time, one guy, uh, one of the guys you're working with, who maybe showed you the knots a couple times, he goes and he gets ready. He's like, oh, it's lunchtime, isn't it? <sighs> yeah, and he starts to set up a little like um, bag that he's got prepared. And he goes, he's like, oh, I'm going to take a leak first. Uh, watch my stuff, will you? Okay. And I, he, he starts to go. You're, you're, it's not time for your lunch, so you're sort of like half looking at it now uh, while latching things up. And you do spy a uh, young girl, probably about your age, maybe a little younger, a little like urchin, um, with like dirty clothes, but uh, she doesn't look too dirty um, herself, Akarosi. Um, and she is tucking into the lunch, ba- uh, lunch bag thing and going for a bottle of gin. I'm gonna... Hey, uh... I'm quite sorry, innit? Who, who are you? I'm Andrel. I work here, sort of, for now. What you doing? Well, I'm a little urchin, innit? So I got to uh, get a nice drink on. A tie gin. Well, you want some? So much. But I did get a speech this morning about how if I screw up tying a knot, people would die, so... Well, just finish tying up the knot and just have a little nip, why not? I won't tell if you won't. Probably shouldn't take that. Oh, my little urchin girl in it, I gotta take it. That's... Listen, I've, I've been a little urchin girl and that's not like a rule. Oh yeah, you're saying you never done, you never took anything? I mean, of course I took things, but like, you don't have to Whatever happened to class solidarity, huh? What? Now that you know you got a job, you think you're better than me? I don't think I'm better than you, and I'm not gonna like, (laughs) tell anyone, but it seems like you- Hey! Oi! Hey! Whoa! Whoa! Dumbbell! Who's that girl with the- who's that girl holding my chin? I- what do you do? He's gonna he's running at the girl like with intent to like uh, smack her. Uh, <laughs> and she's like she's like looking like she's gonna start going. Like I, she's gonna start running. Like put an arm around it. This is my friend, she's just visiting. Oh yay, sorry, miss. So we were just we thought this was a party property, so we, we I was thinking we'd just talk into the gym. Yeah, she uh wanted to like see it. Roll me. Roll me. Well, what do you think you're employing here? I don't fucking know. I think you might be imposing your... Trying to impose your... my will? <laughs> I think you might you might be imposing your will. Maybe. You want to get your way. Yeah. Okay. So, this is a little bit different uh, than a normal roll, because it doesn't have a thing directly attached to it. Is your steel greater than the person? Probably not. My steel's minus one. So you don't. If your level is greater, my level is zero. Okay, uh, you're you're not a noble of Akros. No. Are you gonna threaten bodily harm? I'm thirteen. I don't think that would go over well. So just a flat roll. That's a five. Done, Bailey, inviting your friend to take out my chip. Get her out of here! Get her out of here! Okay, yeah. And, uh, yeah, she, she goes, she starts running, and she gets, like, a little bit of, like, a like a smack as she, like, drops the gin and runs. Okay. Meanwhile, back at the crematorium. Can I take Chalmers? No. Okay. No, no, this is just, these are, I've added roles to the side jobs to make, so, to modify your side job role. To, one, make them more narratively interesting, and also make it so if you're good at something, uh, it can be, like, better. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. you can get a better role. So, uh, we cut back, not quite to the crematorium, or we, we'd, like, go to the crematorium, and then Pippin would remember a conversation he had earlier. So, uh, on the down low, you were put in contact with, um, well, you're not supposed to say it, but he's a, he's a spy. He's a spy for the, for the Empire, uh, masquerading undercover as a, as a bit of a crime boss. Uh, they call him Loyal Hale. Uh, <laughs> He's an Aruvian, and when he sees you, you are, um, you are the line bull, yes? He's Aruvian. It's, it's me, yes. All right, now listen. I've seen that you have uh, gotten a job at the crematorium. There's a certain body going that way that the Empire needs 
do you need it in like one piece yes well well as many pieces as you can i'm sure he's his life has been ended due to violence but uh i need to interrogate his spirit uh before he will summarily be destroyed all right do you want me like give you an eye or something like that i well i i believe i do need most of the body all right somehow you will need to get it out i'm sorry but you will have no assistance in this the blue coats were not informed this is top secret information uh it'll be on you all right i'll need something for it then though as always what 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 do i what do i get out of uh out of this this you will be you will be paid out of the coffers of his majesty the immortal emperor all glory to him um much much like any other job in the imperial railways all right all right got a got a coat yeah i think i got a coat uh we're gonna go back to the crematorium now with you with that sweet coat how are you getting this body out (laughs) i'm literally going to uh weekend at bernie's this body oh my god (laughs) pippin is nothing if not not smart how do you think you're gonna what do you think you're employing maybe insight Uh... i don't know i don't know that's a tough well, I, I think what's going to happen, because Pippin is Finesse. actually, like like I said, kind of an average-sized guy. So he's going to weekend at Bernie's, this guy, and then get in the coat with him. Uh, Finesse. Finesse that. And... <laughs> cool. So this, yeah, is, yeah. this is going to be, like, instead of three kids in a trench coat, it's two dudes, one of which is very heavily inebriated. Oh, yeah. So, I feel like this is roll shenanigans, it's, honestly. It's, it's dark out, as always, and but oh, yeah. some blue coats do see you staggering, uh, uh, and they, they will say a bit like, Oi, listen, where are you going? Lay off the sauce, man. Um, and yeah, tell me your roll, and we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Alright, with finesse, that is a total of five, because I got double twos. <laughs> oh. So, um... Eek! Yeah, so they, they should... Oh, listen, mate, you all right? <laughs> all right. And they start to get a little bit closer, and um, uh, they start to they, they they push him. I think they I think they push him, and like his top. I mean, this half... looks this looks definitely like real weird. The top half definitely like flops over like backwards. The I legs think, are just, I like, think completely it might be grim. I think the top half entirely falls off in the coat, <laughs> and you're there like with some like legs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this also looks super weird because it's literally, like, they're both wearing, like, the outfit. It's just, like, Pip's kind of, like, hiding. He thought it was a good idea to get, like, in behind the corpse. And it's like, if they're in front, they won't see me. And I'm trying <laughs> to sneak out. This is wild. Uh, uh, what are you doing? What the? Body? Okay. Um... Pippin, Pippin, you just gotta fucking bolt. You gotta grab that top half. He needs most of the body. Just bolt. <laughs> All right, I do that. Yeah, you. They they can't catch you because they're too freaked out. <laughs> All right, so. I mean, I do have the bottom half. It's just also in my pants. Excellent. I'm not going to rephrase either. All right, so, Drix. You yes, got sir. an eight, mm-hmm. so you will have a plus zero to your side job roll. So roll one d six. Okay. Oh boy, I got a one. Mm. All right. <laughs> Yikes. Um, Save the man's life, and this is what he gets. Uh, yeah, Lady Annie Tompkins sees you. I lost some whale oil, Mister Colburn. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, yes, you did, and I'm so. So sorry about that, but that man was going to be crushed. I had to do something. One life is nothing compared to the lives of everybody within a city protected by a lightning fence powered by that electroplasm and lightning oil, Mr. Colbert. I... I am sorry. I... I do not know what came over me, but in the end, I feel I... Did the right thing, and I would not take it back. I'm sure you do. You see, you strike me as a man of honor. 
I will not forget this, however. <laughs> Be aware that there may come a time where I will ask you a favor, and you will have to do it for me. Lest I let, perhaps, Lord Governor, or take it all the way up to His Majesty the Immortal Emperor, uh, about your brazen disregard for the safety of others. So yeah, please write down that you are on the hook for a favor from Annie okay. Tompkins. Annie Tompkins, oh, a favor. Understood. Guy, for your crematorium job, you rolled a what again? 14? 14. Yeah, uh, yeah, roll a d6 with a plus two. That is an eight. Damn! Well, it maxes out nice. at six, but that's still good. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, so... This is my so, good days now. I here is six. the thing. Here's here's my question. My to cyborg you. one. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you can earn plus two stash, or plus one favor, or get offered a job doing some ghost work by someone who can pay well. I like the favor. You like the plus one favor? Uh, sure let's thing. Do plus one favor. Excellent. That's very good. Favor is very useful. Um, yeah. So the uh, collector, uh, the collector Bruno Corny. Oh, this is most wonderful. Oh, all these great watches and things. You have a very discerning eye, I see. Oh, this must have been... Where did you find this? Uh, the thing sewn into the, uh, the pocket. Oh, I found it in the the pot. It was it was kind of sewn into one of the bits of clothes, so... I kind oh, of missed is... it at first, but I found it again. This is it's very right. good. This is uh, an old charm. This is an old charm oh. that uh, many uh, Scovlanders believe... Uh, it helps protect one that, from uh, spirits. Can I also establish that, like, the the hand that Pip, like, kind of reached in and grabbed it, just because of, like, you know, uh, basically, like, the electrical, you know, feedback, basically, like, that one hand is kind of, like, over-tense a little bit, so he's got, like, a hard time moving, like, the, the fingers and the wrists I gotcha. on one side. But yes, uh, this is this is a very old charm that many Scoblanders believe protect them from spirits and ghosts and things. It is very valuable as both a cultural piece and not to mention the silver that is uh, used. I am very very happy. Call on me should you need anything. You have a friend in me, friend. All right. Shall we? Shall we shake on it? He does. Uh, Pip uses the the like overly tense hands without like realizing it, so it's it's a very awkward kind of handshake. Well, well, <laughs> it's a very firm handshake on his end, so maybe yes. you you hear like a you hear like a crack, <laughs> and it's a little less tense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, oh that's oh that feels real nice now. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh. So, what did you get again? I got a five. <laughs> Roll with a minus one. Okay. Two. All right. Uh, you work the job and also hear a rumor about ghosts. Time for me to roll on the rumor chart. Okay. Can I have the other die? Rumor chart. Rumor There's a rumor chart. Um, so, you heard a rumor that may feed into future adventures. Mm. You've heard that the abandoned... Northern Rail Line is used to ship spirit bottles, like the one that you filled with that ghost before, somewhere. Now, you guys on the railways uh, would know, uh, maybe you've you've checked it out, between Duskwall and Wintercliff, there is uh, one of the many unused railways, um, but rather than pointing to a failed city or settlement, uh, it goes off the map. Adventure! So who knows where that goes? Adventure! So in addition to what you got, um, you guys either choose two stash or one favor as well, I think. I'll take the stash. Uh, I think Trix is going to take the favor. I think Pip is going to take the stash. That tracks. Um, and Pippin, your crime job. Crime. <laughs> Roll me 1d6 uh, minus one, I think, because you got a five, right? Yeah. All right. I'm going to use my rune d6 rather than my cyborg one, because my cyborg one's been rolling well. I think it's more funny for me to goof this up. Three minus one, that is a two. All right. I'm going to roll on what rumor are you here? 
Okay. Pippin. Oh, God. Pippin. I'll, I'll tell you the rumor after a bit. Um, so, uh, Loyal Hale, the Aruvian spy, is like, uh, thank you very much uh, for uh, getting part of the body that you could. Um, obviously, more of it would be better, but I believe we can still um, force him out and uh, keep his spirit contained. I don't think he's escaped through his legs just yet. Um, you've done a great service for the Emperor. The Ghost Emperor. I've also heard, and he looks he looks furtively, and he brings you to the side. I've also heard you've been discussing, uh, perhaps, seditious talks about <laughs> the Emperor and perhaps his true nature. <laughs> I mean, it was honestly just a little bit of uh, conjecture. It listen, was kind of heated the listen, moment, you know. I, as a spy, I carry a wealth of information, and I know... That sometimes I must bear the burden of it myself. And I will warn you, I will perhaps paradoxically uh, give you a drop of this truth in the hopes that you will not seek to drown yourself in the ocean of knowledge that is the Emperor. But I have it on good authority that the Emperor is responsible for the broken gates of death a thousand years ago. The Emperor is a ghost! <laughs> Now I, Yo! I, Tiff, I do Tiff not know. Sagely, I do as not if know. He understands. Yeah. I do not know if it were intentional, but I do know that the emperor's power is no trick of propaganda, no laughing matter. It is better to not challenge it. It was his power, after all, that protected the cities before the lightning barriers were erected. Keep that in mind, Pippin McKeel. And he claps you on the back. Um, <laughs> we're gonna fight the emperor, guys. Uh, Good fucking Pip luck, is, I we're guess. We're gonna fight the emperor. Good luck, I guess. <laughs> Pip is sitting, like, still standing, like, in the middle of the street, like, saluting at nothing after the spy has already left. Oh my god. <laughs> Good. Just so you know, so this is a chart that exists in the Ghost Lions game. Uh, these are indeed rumors and leads. There's several of them, a uh, six by six uh, grid. Uh, I did not make that up. <laughs> Fuck you, this I'm gonna fight the Emperor. <laughs> this is incredible. Um, are you ready to drown in the sea of knowledge? Let's drown <laughs> in the sea of knowledge! <laughs> so, uh, with that, I think you've uh, taken your time with your side jobs and things. Um, <laughs> you are called back to the Imperial uh, Railways. When you're arriving, when you're arriving, uh, Trevor is uh, setting a, like, you know, waving on a new train car, a seventh train car. It's a big old uh, tanker uh, full of whale oil. Ooh. Um, Yeah, he he sees you guys coming up. Oh, hey, uh, it's great to see you guys back. Uh, Yeah, uh, we've got the... Whale belly here full of uh, some oil. We've got to uh, bring it down to Wintercliff. Cool. Right. That seems flammable. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if anything, it's more electrical. Uh, I suppose. I suppose. Uh, I think that's worse. <laughs> well, uh, listen, listen, uh, Dunville, if, if you're if you're skittish around electricity, uh, you're in the wrong line of no, work. I'm not, Am I right, I'm fellas? Not skittish. <laughs> I'm not skittish. I just there's a lot of electricity, and that seems like it could blow up very easily, which would be bad. Well, it's it's either uh, that's that's why we're doing this dangerous job, and the uh, the uh, other people can live safely in their lightning fences. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we'll uh we'll ship out uh whatever we can, uh. You guys are all uh, looking uh, looking a little better. Uh, oh, I, I see your your bumps healed, uh, Colbert. Why? Thank you, Trevor. Uh, yeah, it, that that physiker works magic, you know. Uh, Granted, you honest, did put this weird honest. symbol on my head. What symbol? Uh, well, he uh, he lifts up his hair and shows you. Uh, it's actually faded away some. It's it's oh. a, it's like it's 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 one of those things where like you're you, you can point it out, and when like they they squint really hard, it's like oh yeah yeah I see it, but. Uh, the mark, the mark has faded. Well, ain't that a trick? I gotta learn how to do that. Oh, I should really go back to the physiker. Do we have time before we run this? Li- no. You know what? Next time we're in Duskfall. Next time. What are you all still doing gabbing out here? Get in the bullpen. Okay. Nice uh, to see you too, Candace. Yeah, Candace, don't, don't worry, don't worry. Uh, get, get, all aboard! Uh, Pride of Duskfall heading to Wintercliff. Pride of Duskfall heading to Wintercliff. All aboard!
Rhino Pasquale is now arriving. Please allow all passengers to exit the train before boarding. This has been Ghosts on a Train, where we played Ghost Lines, an RPG written and designed by John Harper. Our intro and outro music by Sebastian Black. Our cover art is by Yoshiko Agresta. Your line balls for this trip were... Andrew Anderson, badge name Dunville. Played by me, Hannah. Adrian, a.k.a. Drix. Badge name Colburn, played by me, Stefan. Pippin, Pip, McKeel. Badge name McKeel, played by Guy. And I have been your conductor. Greg, if you have any questions about the Pride of Duskwall or additions to suggest for the train, please email them to ghosttrainpod at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter at ghosts underscore train. And I'll have Candace bring them to the line bowls. Thank you for riding with us, and please consider traveling with us again next time. This program was brought to you by a network of dedicated artists with creative souls just like just like yours, 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 yours. yours Faustian yours, nonsense. Yours, thanks yours, you for yours, your patronage. Yours. Just like yours.